0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Shanta Haynes. And as we get ready to go into financial literacy month, I wanted to make sure that I brought you some information that is going to be pertinent as we move forward. Because I do want the entire body of Christ to be able to walk in the abundant life that Jesus died for us to have. I do believe that Jesus did not die for us to financially struggle. You can look at John 10.10 to look at that. And so as we start today, I want to make sure that we have everything that we need. So we're going to start off with savings. Money, 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 money. There was a song out about that many, many years ago as I was growing up. Like, what are you going to do for it? And many people would do a lot for it. So as we start talking about savings, I have to indicate to you up front that many in America do not even have $1,000 in their savings account, not even $500, because we're living paycheck to paycheck and we're spending it all. Now, what does the Bible say about squandering? Because that's what squandering is, when you spend everything that you have. And let me just give you a couple verses Proverbs, the 29th chapter and the third verse says that a man who loves wisdom brings joy to his father, but a companion of prostitutes squanders his wealth. Now, I had a conversation with a young gentleman who was financially not astute. He was not doing well. Uh, He happened to be a single father, but he recognized as he was looking at his budget that he was spending so much money and trying to date. Now, sometimes you might have to stop chasing so that you will be able to then get your finances in order. As we look at financial education, you need to know what finances are, how money works. You need to know the system. The Bible tells us that we're not supposed to be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. You have to renew your mind. Find out what is ailing you, what is systematically going against you. And if you find that you're spending money too much on one specific area or one type of lifestyle, it just might be time for you to stop squandering on those prostitutes. All right, let me give you another one. Proverbs the 21st chapter and the 20th verse. And the Bible says in the house of the wise are stores of choice, food and oil. But a foolish man devours all that he has or he squanders it. Now, let me say in the midst of this pandemic, we were given or some of us were given stimulus checks. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. The idea was for you to be able to make sure that you had enough food for being able to go to the store, storing it up so that it was available for you as you go down the road, not knowing whether or not we would be able to go out. But many, and when I say many, unfortunately, I'm talking about many that look like me, decided to have a great party and spend it all in one day. That is devouring everything that you have and you have nothing to show for it. So unfortunately, then you're back in the same position tomorrow. And so it was supposed to help you today to set aside for tomorrow. Yes, it was supposed to also stimulate the economy. But I'm going to give you some tips on what you can do to make sure that you maximize that. Because we want to make good financial decisions, Mm -hmm. right? Another one that you will then really understand and probably has been a story that you've heard oftentimes, and that's the story of the prodigal son in Luke, the 15th chapter. Now, prodigal means wasteful living. Remember, he squandered it all. He got his father's wealth. You know, he asked for it ahead of time, even before his father had passed on. And he took it. He went to a far country. He decided he was going to be with the prostitutes. He was going to be drinking. He had the friends and the friends were with him as long as he continued to have money. When the money ran out, he ended up being with the pigs and eating their slop. And he was thankful for the slop until he came to himself and said, in my father's house, even the servants have more than what I have right now. I'll go back to my father and ask him to accept me as a servant. And see, squandering uh, for the day, you know some people are just there to spend everything that you have, they're going to ride your coattails and we don't want you to do that. In the kingdom, believers are promised in John 10:10. 10, 10, an abundant life while we're here on this earth, an eternal life when we get to heaven. Are you living that abundant life? Have you made sure that you have set something aside for your future legacy? Have you decided to even teach your children what money really is all about? I say money talks and it has a lot to say. The economic footprint is so important, especially in today's day and age, especially in communities that are underserved, especially for women who are truly overlooked and undervalued. We need to know and we should know. So let me give you some tips. There's a couple other passages too that I will bring out to you just so that you'll have them as well. Proverbs the 10th chapter in the sixth verse says, the wages of the righteous brings them life but the income of the wicked brings them punishment and we don't want to bring punishment and we don't want to be identified as wicked that is about just how you deal with money so we want to have a good journey we want to do things that are going to be more appropriate in the NIV or NLT translation it says the earnings of the godly enhances their lives but evil people squander their money on sin. And that's why I brought it out. See, I was reading it in the King James and sometimes the different translations will help with the understanding because you do need to look up the word. So I'm gonna tell you, put feet to your faith. You've got to know what the word says so that you can then work the word. Okay, so your earnings should then enhance not only your life, but the lives of those that you are around as well, your family, your community, things of that sort. So we wanna make sure that you do that, but the one who is evil or wicked is going to then squander what he has on sin. Kind of goes back to those prostitutes, right? Wasteful spending, and you don't want to do that. Jeremiah, the third chapter in the 24th verse, from childhood you have watched as everything our ancestors worked for, their flocks and herds, their sons and daughters was squandered on delusion we need to make good financial decisions and as we move into financial literacy month financial education is so important but they're not really teaching that in schools any longer so it's important for you to get financial wisdom for financial freedom and I promise you God has it in his words He says, in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. And I want to make sure that you have everything that you need. So here's your acronym when it comes to saving. Saving is important. Let me say this. Money is a tool. It's a tool to be able to be used to enhance your life, to leave a legacy for your children, for you to be able to make a significant impact on the kingdom. Are you doing that? If not, You want to take a look at what you're doing with the finances that you do have. You want to manage what you do have. I give you an easy acronym to remember or a way of uh, handling your finances that is going to maximize what you have. You give some, you return the tithe, you give charitable gifts, you give some because you reap what you sow, you save some. That is for you so that you can then live the. In abundant life, you can enhance your life. You can enhance the lives of your children. You can leave a legacy, and then it won't be a a strain on your children when you pass away. And then you spend some. And that spending is going to go into the budgeting and what you're spending on your everyday. So here's my acronym for SAVE Set automatic value every day, every week. every month, every pay period. Okay, let's start with the pay period. Whenever you get paid, whether it be weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly, put something aside in saving. Automatically save. If you set it up from the very beginning, you will become an automatic millionaire. Now, the goal is not necessarily to be a millionaire. But the goal is to be able to enhance your life and live comfortably without the anxiety and the stress of what money or lack of money would be able to cause. So when you put it on automatic pilot, if you would, you set it up at your bank that this amount is coming out and then don't touch it. Uh, You definitely need to have that emergency fund up front. And let me talk about that. Minimum of $1,000 in an emergency fund, in a savings account. Now, yes, I know savings is not giving you much interest right now, but start there. When you have that, then you're not looking to use a credit card, overspend your credit card, maximize it, or having to go borrow from everybody else for an emergency situation. The car may break down. The tires may need to uh, be replaced. Someone may need to go in the hospital and you need to pay that initial bill. Anything can happen and I want you to be prepared. So in order to start with that thousand dollars, that's going to help you. Now, ultimately, I'm going to ask that, or I tell my clients that they need to have six to nine months worth of gross income in case you lose a job, in case we have a pandemic and we've been in this for over a year. So even that nine months, stretching it would have been a little bit challenging. So I want to make sure that you understand the importance of having that emergency fund. That is for your peace of mind. You want financial peace, right? And so therefore, this is going to help you. So set aside, every week, every month, every pay period, you're going to set something aside. But when I talk about every day, you probably have heard about the savings challenge. And I know in my book, Financial Wisdom for Financial Freedom, I indicate not only a savings challenge where you're saving a certain amount, very minimally, but you will end up saving $1,400 a year without even blinking an eye. And I promise you, it's very easy. But then I turn around and make it fun for you. And I do a savings bingo. And in that savings bingo, you're going to put the maximum amount that you have and you're going to start saving it. Say you get a birthday gift. You know what you're going to do with it? You're going to start saving first and then you're going to spend something on yourself. I'm not telling you to not do anything for you because that's important too. I don't want you to end up being bitter uh, or resentful because you're working and working and working and you have nothing to show. But be like the ant, the Bible tells us in the Proverbs save something. So that when calamity comes or when something happens, you've already stored up for the summer when you're not getting something in, right? And so we wanna make sure that you do just that. I mentioned the savings bingo. These are some of the takeaways. Savings bingo is important. Savings challenge as well. Setting it up so that it's automatic. Figuring out whatever that value is, that amount that you can afford to save. Now, that is going to require that you've already got a budget and you know what you have but you're going to set something aside. No matter how small, you're going to start there and you're going to continue to increase it. Emergency fund, we talked about that. The $1,000 that I want you to at least have aside in a savings account, ready cash that you can get to in case anything should happen. Now, let's talk about those stimulus checks that came out. Last year, $1,400 this year, $1,200 last year, then an additional $600. What did you do with the money? Do you have anything to show for it? That would have been an easy way for you to take that first thousand dollars off the top and say, this is my savings, my emergency fund, right? And you would have had the first $200 to spend on debts. If you're so far in debt, I would have said, go ahead and pay your debt. That second $600 debt, as well as some fun or something that you needed, fill up your refrigerator, those type of things. Right now we've got $1,400 that is coming or some have already received it. That first thousand dollars can be in your emergency fund if you had nothing in the emergency fund. And then that $400, you would have something to do. Let me say this, I'm not sure where you are on the scale. And I recognize that my audience ranges completely. So let me give you some suggested tips depending on where you are. Number one, if you still have your job, and you're working every day and you receive the stimulus check if you do not have an emergency fund put that first thousand dollars toward that if you're also in debt take that next four hundred dollars at least half of it two hundred dollars place it on one of those credit cards either using the debt snowball method or the debt avalanche method but you're going to pay that off and then take those extra two hundred dollars and then put it where you need it the most If it's something that you need to do for yourself, for your children, do that. If not, you can either put it back in savings or you can continue to pay off your debt. If, by chance, you're in a pinch because, yes, you do have a job, um, but it's paying minimally. It's not really making ends meet and you don't have an emergency fund. Put at least $500 in your emergency fund. Pay off some of your debts and then also save the rest of it to be able to pay your bills, okay? That's going to be debt down the road, too. That would help give you a little breathing room, if you would. Now, if you're in that category where you did not get a stimulus because you're making a lot more money, so you don't have this extra $1,000, then what you need to do is to reevaluate your savings Reevaluate whether or not you have it on automatic pilot. Look to see if you could save more. Look to see where you can save better. Online accounts are giving you higher interest rates, and I'm a big fan of Discover, but there are others that you can do. Money market accounts within your own credit union are gonna have a higher interest rate as well, but you want to maximize where you are saving. You wanna also start looking forward to the future and making sure that you plan ahead appropriately for tax time. This has been Dr. Shanta Haynes. It's truly been my pleasure. I wanna help you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. My passion is to help all believers to live this abundant life while we're here on this earth and make a significant impact into the kingdom. I bring you transformative, biblically-based truth. Now, my other passion is for women as well as girls to make sure that you get the financial education and the financial literacy that you need so that you can make great financial decisions. In the past and even in the present, many are not getting what they need and someone else is taking account for your money. They're preying on you to spend more. They're preying on you to say, give it to me and I'll handle it for you. And then we're not in the right position to be able to handle our own money when we move forward, we can't live comfortably on our terms. So if you have a group that has a lot of girls in it or women in it that need the financial literacy, the financial education, I'm gonna put it here, put a plug here, call me. I would love to be able to come to your location and help you out and give some information that they will then be able to take and change the rest of their life. So I do have some online classes I also have books available for you at every different level. Let me know what it is that I can do to help you. I invite you, I encourage you. Set up an appointment with me. You can find me, it's a bit.ly, um, of course, bit.ly, capital H, the number two, capital H, power. Set up a free strategy call with me. I would love to talk to you and help you get your finances in order. It's Financial Literacy Month as we move into April, and I wanna make sure that you have everything that you need. Remember, we need to renew our mind by the word of God, and we need to put feet to our faith. Dr. Shanta Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, it's my pleasure to serve you. You can find us online